I got to tell you, as of right now, I've got three or four loans out at 12% interest. I know what you're thinking. That's insane. Why would you do that? Because I need to get on title. After you're on title, the possibilities are endless. Okay? But before you own anything, your entire goal is to own something. And the proof of ownership is getting on title. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're we're broadcasting live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer, main man, and all-around Billy Badass, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's the haps, Jay? Man, I am feeling like a uh, WWF wrestler with that intro right now. Oh, yeah, brother. I'm about to come in here and give you foreclosure news all day. Are you ready for it? What he's referring to, for those of you, uh, we, we, uh, we got, got the new intro going right now. We just picked up a, uh, a new soundboard, so yeah. you know if this sounds even better than the sound sultry voices of Donnie and Jonathan, it's because we, we've, uh, we've connected with our, you know, a lot of requests. Some people have mentioned that the sound quality on certain episodes was not as top-notch, but listen, we aim to please, and we're going to bring you the best, the best foreclosure information available anywhere on the planet just that simple right here on the foreclosure deals coach podcast you're here we're here so excited to have you so with that with that we always start our show uh customarily with a news article and of course today's gonna be no exception check this out like this this blows me away i article that jonathan posted here they put on there you're gonna see it on the foreclosure deals coach page and um you know real quick segue one of the things we, we ask a lot of you guys we ask you to share the show we ask you to tell people about what we're doing on the show what we don't ask near enough is for you to come on to the foreclosure deals coach insiders now on this podcast episode jonathan can we make sure we get that published on there yeah we're gonna have sure. the uh, so join the join the group because we're getting some great discussions going right now with people you know we post these articles it, it, it kind of starts a discussion where we can really figure out how this applies to the foreclosure market anyway getting back on task here home buyers according to realtor magazine are still making offers sight unseen mm. Now, here's the thing. I remember many years ago talking to my dad, who I, who I love very much, and, uh, you know, he's kind of old school. You know, we're discussing me buying a Dodge Viper, and it's been my dream car since I was very young, um, and I found one in San Diego, California, and we're going we're gonna to drive out there. So he's like, well, you said the car's in San Diego. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, um, like, you're here. I go, I am. He goes, well, how are you buying this this car without without driving it? I go, well, I know what I want. I've driven other ones, and I got the car checked out. You know, well, that's now applying. And I'm not going to be honest with you. I, until recent years, I would have struggled with this. But home buyers all across the country are now buying properties completely without seeing them. And the example they use is a, uh, a European buyer bought a property a 157-acre island known as Horse Island for more than $6.3 million 
without ever seeing it in person. They did most of the negotiation via WhatsApp, and um, during the process of negotiation, they sent the Matterport tour, they sent back videos. Uh, you know, the, the buyer got a full immersive experience on the property without ever stepping foot inside. So That's incredible. Now, it is incredible because you're making a $6.3 million purchase and you don't want to see it? You know, now I'm pretty high tech, man, but I gotta be honest. I don't know about you, Jay. Could you could you do that? Could you buy a six I mean, million dollar place and not walk inside? I have issues with some of the stuff I buy off of Amazon, not being able to you know touch it with my own hands when right. I'm buying it. So I'm not uh, I'm not to the six point three million dollar level yet, but I'm I'm you know gradually in upping my uh, tech savviness and you know acceptance of those type of things so i'd be down for it if you know i could um uh, foot that bill if you will absolutely and i I think that the thing is is if it's at a budget level we can handle like you just mentioned amazon is a valid thing obviously this guy is full baller status if you buy a six million dollar house in general but he's buying it remotely because well you know he can right you know and, and i think as the comfort level of people gets this technology the matterport tour maybe you guys we're, we're talking about matterport like you know what we'll do is we're going to post the link uh, to one of the flips we're doing on red red tail drive okay, the great. matterport tour i'd like you guys to check it out but basically a 3d tour where you can walk through the property you can actually if you've seen the um the goggles and whatnot you can attach the three the uh, virtual reality goggles to this matterport tour and basically you're fully immersed you turn your head left and right, if you will, and you're walking through the property as if you were standing inside of it. So, you know, it, it's happening. It's happening. People are are doing a lot more of this. Another example, real quick, Chad Lale, a professional WWE wrestler um, <laughs> known as Jay. Is there such thing as a professional WWE wrestler? Hey man, I'm not going to ask them. You better not ask a professional wrestler if that's a professional thing. He that's might, a good point. He might, he might throw me over the railing. Like uh, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, uh, Jackson Riker, he moved his family from Orlando to Mooresville, North Carolina, did the sale completely virtually. So the, the point in all this, guys, is your competition as a foreclosure deals investor, as somebody who's out there looking to buy a deal, has stopped being just your local marketplace. See, in the past, you had the, I guess, upside, if you will, that the people who were buying and competing with you were right there in the neighborhood they could drive over the house which just by design real estate being a very geographically focused location 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 business well now you've got national competition right and i want you to factor that because it works both ways if you are getting competition to your local market nationally that also means you can compete nationally Right, you can now buy deals halfway across the country, the other side of the planet, if you want to, ever stepping foot inside, if you know what you're doing. So, how do you find out what you're doing? How do you know if you're getting a good deal? Well, that's the essence of the foreclosure deals coaching here, is to help you to understand that property valuation is not an it's not a emotional thing. It has to do with listen. If you're buying a house for yourself, it certainly is a bit of an emotional attachment. But in general, if you're making an investment, you've got to be able to act quickly, and now acting quickly may mean making an evaluation on that property whenever stepping foot inside because across the country courtesy of coronavirus and other things that are making people less likely to leave home you now have competition getting more and more comfortable with um you know buying a property sight unseen and i gotta tell you i saw this coming many years ago when i first saw the matterport tour and i spent i don't remember like four thousand dollars on this camera to do the matterport tours where we're going to post to the foreclosure deals coach page because i knew this was going to take place and, and most agents have not completely converted. I would say back then you had less than 1%. Today it's probably 1% or 2% getting the Matterport tour. And I would guesstimate that in about the next two or three years, 
40, 50% will be using Matterport towards to sell properties. So people are going to make decisions. You as a foreclosure deals investor are going to have to make decisions faster and perhaps remotely because of the tools that are available. Okay, let's get past the news story for today and move on to our, our topic of discussion for the day. And the title of the show, as you know when you clicked on to get started today, was the most important thing in real estate investing, which is to get on title. Now, listen to me very carefully as I tell you this, okay? People are always posting, you know, I want to do my first deal, Donnie, or, you know, they're going to bigger pockets on the forums that I hang out in quite a bit. Find me out there. You can ask questions, things like that. But, you know, how do I get going? I'm not sure if this is the right interest rate. I don't know if I'm overpaying, underpaying. If this is too much work, listen to me very carefully, okay? If you're getting started in real estate investing, you have but one objective that matters. Get on title. Right? Don't concern yourself right away with what the interest rate is. Yes, you have to buy a deal. That's one of the rules of the show. Okay, But if you've done your homework using tools like PropStream. PropStream? Yeah. PropStream? PropStream? Well done. Thank you. Okay. If you've done your homework and you know this how property is a deal, your goal now is to get on title by any means necessary. So many people get caught up in what I refer to as analysis paralysis between the process of finding the deal and funding the deal, which are things I go over in my course when you, when you sign up for that, the, the, the four-part process to this. You get caught up a lot in those first two steps, okay? And most of it is mindset. You start worrying that your interest rate is too high. You start worrying whether or not you can cover this payment for the long term. I'm not telling you at all to go out and make bad financial decisions related to real estate. What happens there is what's called foreclosure. Uh, we which, don't want that for you. We don't want that for you. That's what the show's about. But here's the thing. If, if you are making a relatively educated decision and you've never bought your first deal, the entire essence, your entire purpose, the reason you wake up in the morning and the only way you're going to make it in real estate investing is to get your butt on a title. Right? You've got to sign on the line which is dotted. Right? To reference uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, for those of you who are not big movie buffs. Great movie. And if you're not, that, that's not my problem. Anyway, so you got to get untitled, guys. And, and, and getting untitled, there's so many different ways to do it. Number one, the most obvious way to do it is to get a loan and buy the property. But if you're going through the loan process, right now, rates are stupid low. Like, I heard that the 30-year conforming rate had dropped below 3%. So if you can get a basic conventional VA FHA loan on a property, go for it. But I got to tell you, the best deals on the marketplace, the best deals on the marketplace do not usually lend themselves either the time frame needed to get conventional loans or the condition in which these conventional loans will play ball. Okay, So a lot of times, you're going to find yourself using private or hard money to purchase the property. Now, don't despair. Although you're going to hear in the private and hard money world that the rate can go from 3% in the conventional space on up to 8 9 I got to tell you, as of right now, I've got three or four loans out at 12% interest. I know what you're thinking. That that's insane. Why would you do that? Because I need to get on title. After you're on title, the possibilities are endless. Okay? But before you own anything, your entire goal is to own something. And the proof of ownership is getting on title. Right? So don't worry as much. If I can get into, like, think of this as a mindset show more than anything, because I'm really trying to get impart upon you that until you own real estate, you're just a wannabe real estate investor. 
You know, and, and I have to tell you that my coaching program, which has uh, three different grades, we're not going to go into detail on that today, but, you know, if you want to do that, we can set up a strategy call, and I can give you great detail on how the different coaching products work. But the three different grades require that you've at least taken the basic education of getting a deal done, either a house yourself Right, or you've invested in something else because it's very difficult to teach people from the ground up. It's not to say that I won't do it, but we have some course courses you can take on your own to get started, so you have at least a basic understanding of this process of getting on title. Right, because if you just don't understand how that's going to happen, the rest of this is going to be very difficult. And even if, even if you find a stellar deal out in the marketplace because you've never been through the basics of the process, you're going to find yourself hesitating. Okay, And like we talked about with this article, that hesitation in a marketplace filled with people who are now buying property sight unseen on a national level could be devastating to your foreclosure investing career. Hesitation can be fatal. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas, but one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payments to the credit bureau. We partner with RentReporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores, and it helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.ForeclosureDealsCoach.com. Now, that's a messenger bot, and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about Rent Reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. Right, so we just don't have time. You've got to get yourself on title and you've got to be committed to whatever it takes to get on title. So option one, like I said, get a loan, go through the conventional loan process that requires the property will fit the bill, that requires you've got the credit to pull that off, that requires you've got the verifiable income and assets to do that, okay? Which I imagine describes most of you because loan programs have gotten super aggressive, but I will tell you that a lot of properties doesn't apply to you. The true deals out there cannot be financed conventional. So what, where do we go? to now? Well, harder private money lending, right? And we did an entire show on finding out if your private money lender is a scam, and that you know the, the essence of that was if the guy is trying to charge you up front to get your private loan set up, it's probably a scam. You don't want to do that, okay? But... That being said, you may have to get set up with private lending. Most private and hard money lenders, though, have a requirement that you're not going to live in the property. They're not doing uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conforming guideline stuff, so the truth in lending kicks in. I could go on the legalese on that for a long time. But suffice it to say that when you're buying from private and hard money lenders, you're almost always signing a document that says, I'm not going to live in the property. But still, you need to try to get on title, right? So you may be looking at the property to buy it as a rental, maybe that's actually your intent, or maybe you're going to buy it, fix it up, refinance it into your own name, now that's in good enough condition where you can go to a conventional lender and get down to that 3% rate. Okay, But ask yourself this question. If you got an opportunity worth $50,000, there's a spread of fifty grand between what the property is worth and what you could potentially sell it at, 
Okay, and you've got to make a substantially higher payment because your interest rate is astounding in the first 90 days while you're waiting for title seasoning and to get the property fixed up. Is it not worth it? See, now, if you're not sure about the answer to that question, you're, you're not quite ready yet, okay? The answer is absolutely, positively, yes, 100% it's ready, and it's, it's worth it, because you have to get yourself on title. You've got to own property if you're going to play this game, okay? And most people are trying to get started right now through wholesaling, and wholesaling is a great way to do it, where you're controlling the property, you're basically getting it under contract so you can transfer that contract to somebody else, same kind of rules apply. You're still on a contract. You're still controlling the property for a short period of time, but the rules don't change here. You've got to find your way to get yourself into ownership. Okay, If you've never bought a property before, this is your first rodeo, you're just listening to this show for the first time, you know you want to buy a deal, not a house, your entire goal is to go out there, find that deal, and then do whatever you have to do to be the official owner of that deal. And it is so much more about mindset than it is semantics, guys. I can tell you, you're going to talk to various people who are going to say, you know, that deal can't be financed. You can't get this deal done. I, there, countless times, countless times, I've been told what I'm attempting to do simply cannot be done by current lending standards or real estate standards <laughs> or life standards. Everybody around you is going to tell you no. Right, But the reason I think you guys keep tuning into this show with over 6,000 downloads all across the world right now and rapidly growing, I think you're listening because we're trying to bunk that mindset. We're trying to dispel those myths. We're trying to explain to you that if you're committed to getting on title, it can be done. Right? you got to get some basic education. You're probably going to have to have at least some kind of credit available to you. Right, I'm not saying it's going to be super easy, but commit yourself to getting on title, and then, if you don't mind me saying so, figure it out from there. I take myself back to the very first deal that I did. If you listen to the first episode, uh, you, you recall, but we bought this flip, and I was never actually on title on this thing, but I did get my partner on title. I did get a deal done, and at the end of that deal, I got a massive paycheck, which set me on the course that led to us having this very conversation today, but if I had not done that first deal because of fear, because of concern, because I wasn't sure if the interest rate was the right move, then we probably wouldn't be doing this right now. Think about that, right? Your your path is very similar. You are so close. I promise you. I don't know you personally, but just based on the fact that you're getting educated right now tells me you are so close to doing that first transaction. But there's a limit. There's a block. Something's getting in your way right this very moment. You're not sure what it is, but every time you get real close to pulling the trigger, something stops you, right? This is what I want to change on this show today. Get on title. Do you hear what I'm saying? Get on title because if you can do that once you control a property you can refinance it you can sell it you can fix it up you can rent it out you've got options once you have ownership prior to that you've got ideas and concepts and you cannot sell ideas and concepts only ownership and equity right so, guys, I, I implore you, you know, I implore you to go out there and take massive action. Get on title. Let me give you the third and final option. We're getting close to the end of the show today. So, third and final option is you might not need a loan or anything else to get on title. As a matter of fact, in a really motivated seller market, a lot of times I was on title, i.e. they deeded the property over to myself or my corporation or however you have it structured, when I never got a loan at all. 
We call those subject to deals. And um, if you listen to a previous episode, we had a great show with Chris Haskins. who went into a little more detail on how subject to works. Go check out the Chris Haskins show. But the essence of it is very simple. You own the property. Because you're on title, but you have no loan on it. You're just responsible for the loan that you took over when you got the property. right? Chris, you know, who's a baller in his own right, is living in one of his subject to properties. So I know that house must be amazing because I know where Chris is at you know, and how, what standards he holds himself to. So this subject to thing can work on entry-level properties on up to uber-elite properties. It really just depends on your willingness and tenacity to get on titles and control that property. Very often, we buy properties subject to, we take title to them, we fix them up, make the payments while we're fixing it up, and it's so important that if you make a promise on a subject to deal to make the payments that you fulfill that obligation, when you don't do so, it doesn't just hurt you or that seller. It hurts the entire industry of real estate investors who are trying to put deals like this together. Okay, So I want you to take that responsibility very seriously. But if you're committed to getting on title right, and the conventional FHA VA loan route won't work, you can't get a loan to transfer title to your name, right? if the you know, if the private or hard money lender is not an option, you know, maybe down payment's not going to work, interest rate's not going to work, whatever the reasons are, the third and final option is get on title via subject to financing. Subject to being defined as taking over the payments on the loan. So you're basically taking title to the property, note the taking title part, subject to the existing financing. Oh, okay. Right? And that's where subject to comes from. So you want to consider that option, you know. Now, a lot of people, Chris and I talked about it on the show as well, why would anybody deed the property over and take the and let you take over the loan? Because they're in a situation where they have to, right? A motivated seller is looking to get rid of the property by any means necessary, and if they'll let you take over payments on it, you're helping them out by doing so. We are not in the business of taking advantage of people or doing the wrong thing. What we're doing is somebody has a problem where they can't make a payment, they're going to lose the house to foreclosure, all sorts of stuff in their life is going wrong, and we step up and solve that problem, taking over the payment subject to, and now you've done what the very purpose of this show is, and you've gotten on title. Right? My mentor, the guy that taught me real estate, he has 115 of these properties at this moment taken subject to. Not one loan in his name out of 115 properties. Think about that. Crazy. Nuts, right? But controlling all of that real estate without technically having it in your name? Not in your name. Right? Yes. His rental income, 30, 40, 50 grand a month. He's paying off a house a year, give or take now, and slowly building a portfolio, all using takeover payment financing. But I'll tell you, it started with one. It always starts with one. You have to get on title. You know, so I want to, as we get to the end of the show today, guys, really a, a big mindset push to you because I see this question all the time where people are in the process of doing deals or worst case scenario, they've done deals and they're having that buyer remorse thing. And I try to call them through it and go, hey, listen, man, you know, the interest rate does seem a bit high. Um, you know, I, I don't know that your cash flow is going to be what you want it to be, but here's the thing. You did a deal, right? And you should commend yourself for that. You'd be proud of yourself for doing a deal. Okay, because that's what we're here for, to get deals done. And you're going to make a bunch of money on some deals via rental income and equity and, uh, you know, 
mortgage pay down and all that, and you're going to make very little on other deals. Okay, But you're not looking to knock it out of the park at every single deal. You're looking to build a consistent structure where you can do deals on a regular basis so you can provide an income, if you're using real estate to build your income, and a wealth structure that will provide for the long term. This is not about one deal taking care of you. It's about learning how to do multiple deals so you can make a living and ideally a fortune. Does that make sense? So that's our show for today, guys. And I got to tell you, like, this is such an honor to be a part of the growth that you're working towards to become a foreclosure deals investor, you know, because you're getting educated. You're finding out what's out there. If you're not sure what the next step is, okay, you're not sure what you're going to do next, let me give you a piece of advice, okay? I want to walk you through your first steps as a real estate investor. And to do that, you're going to want to join the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insider Group. The link will be posted in, into this podcast description. Join up on the link, ask you a couple of key questions to see where you fit into our group here. That's your very first step because you're going to surround yourself with like-minded individuals at various stages. And the best part is you get me there to kind of advise you as one of my group members to get you along the way. I'm going to tell you a secret. That's the first starting point is going to be you've got to learn to find and analyze deals. And to do so, you need the right tools in the market. We use PropStream here on the show and in the group, and we're going to encourage you to do that. But but get started, take massive action, and if you've got a shot, you're evaluating a deal right now, try to put some of your concerns behind you and focus on the most important thing in real estate, which is to get on title. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.